Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Let's update some dynasty rankings for wide receiver and tight end. Next on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Welcome to FFT and 5. I'm Chris Towers. I'm here with Heath Cummings. We're talking some Dynasty, as we always do, on the FFT and 5 podcast on Tuesday as we're recording, Wednesday as you're listening to this. And make sure you listen to the Fantasy Football Today Dynasty podcast every Tuesday. That's on the YouTube channel at 11 a.m. We also post that on the podcast feed for Fantasy Football Today, right, Heath? Yes, we do. All right, so you can check it out on YouTube or the podcast feed. And Heath... Let's talk about some wide receiver risers in the dynasty rankings uh, since, you know, pre-draft. Let's let's say, put the timetable on. Yeah, two of them. One of them, there's a news item that makes sense, Garrett Wilson, because the trade for Aaron Rodgers was finalized. Yep. And I think Garrett w- Wilson's a star. He's up to wide receiver five now. And I what I wrote in my most re- recent article about him was if he gets off to a wide receiver one start of the season, it probably takes until October before he's right behind Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase. Um, Jahan Dotson's the other one who's a little bit more surprising probably because nothing positive changed for him. Um, I had him ahead of Terry McLaurin in my initial projections, and I tried to kind of push back on that. But I just think what Dotson did as a rookie, um, I'm expecting big things in his second year. He's getting a lot of love right now from guys like Matt Harmon in terms of his route running and – I think he'd be the number one wide receiver in Washington. He's up to wide receiver 18 for me now in Dynasty. Yeah, Terry McLaurin's a very good player, obviously, but he is also, what, 28, 29? He's 28, yeah. 28, so closer to, you know, hitting the the peak and, and potentially falling off than you might think. And, you know, he's, I think, a very good player, but more of a downfield guy, so there's an opportunity for Jahan Dotson to kind of operate you know, in the intermediate range, he's also got big playability. So that's that's an interesting one. I think the only question there, and for Dynasty, it matters less, but maybe when we're talking about 2023, is just, is Sam Howell any good? We have no idea. Yeah. Um, but it, I think it's more likely that he could be surprisingly good than Carson Wentz or Taylor Heineke. That's fair. Yeah, I mean, I, I think my expectations are pretty low. And so for this season, I, I think... You know, McLaurin's like a solid wide receiver two. Dotson more like a high upside wide receiver three. But you did make a an interesting comparison on Twitter that I want to talk about comparing Jahan Dotson in his 12 games to Christian Watson. Those guys rhyme. That's fine. We're almost the same on a per game basis, on a per target basis, on a per catch basis. Now, what people who 
back, Christian Watson will tell you, is he was much, much better on a per-route basis. And I question that a little bit in rookies when we're comparing a guy who never ran more than 31 routes in a game and only did that twice to a guy who averaged 31 routes per game in Jahan Dotson. So Dotson was more the full-time player from the beginning. Mm -hmm. Watson gets a little bit of credit for doing much better when he was on the field and assigned to run routes. But yeah, Dotson was a first-round pick. Watson was drafted in round two. Dotson's a year younger than Watson. Um, And both of their situations are pretty unknown. But what Watson did last year, he did with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, yeah, no, that's true. It's it's much more likely that uh, Watson is facing a QB downgrade for 2023 is what you're saying. Uh, who's someone who fell in your rankings? I'm scared to death of Jamison Williams. Um, he was my wide receiver 24 a month ago, month and a half ago, and he's down to wide receiver 42, which people think is crazy. But he doesn't even get to practice during his suspension. He gets to go to the building after the first three weeks, but he's going to show up week seven. They're going to have two games that you're not going to start him. Then they have their week nine bye. At best, you could start using this guy for fantasy purposes week 10. And that's a big question mark when he misses Mm -hmm. two months of the season. After last year, I think people forget, they they see that one catch for 41 yards and they think, yeah, he just played a game or two. He played six games for a team that wasn't really, I mean, they were kind of a contender. And never played more than twenty five percent of the snaps and caught one pass. It's uh, it's asking a lot, <laughs> uh, is what you're saying. There, yes. There's a, it's been a really tough start to the the career for Jamison Williams, and uh, you know he's got a lot of hurdles to overcome to to live up to expectations. I think I'm getting some real Trey Lance vibes. That's fair. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's interesting. That's an interesting comp. Let's move on to the tight end position and, and talk about a, a riser there in your rankings. It's Chigo Conquo, and I was a little bit behind the hype on him before the draft, but they did basically nothing. Like, it's <laughs> Traylon Burks and Chigo Conquo, and he was wild. N- not a Racy McMath fan? I'm not a big Racy McMath fan. Um, he was... Listen, he didn't really earn the volume and wasn't quite a full-time player last year anyway, but the, mm-hmm. I have much more hope that they think that he could be this year. Remember, they had Austin Hooper there, Hooper there for most of last year. Um, I think he could be a 70, 75% of the snaps guy. He was really, really efficient, does a lot of stuff downfield, kind of uh, an unknown man's Kyle Pitts in that offense <laughs> because it's a low-volume pass offense, and their tight end's their number two target. Um, but he's up to tight end 13 now, still not quite a starter for me, but getting close. Yeah, I think that's right around where I have him ranked for 2023, and Look at, at tight end. There are there are so few options. I know this is a considered a very talented rookie class, so that could change. But there are so few good options that you know v- dynasty value versus redraft value. There's not a lot of divergence uh, in the in the rankings there. I would imagine who's someone who's uh, moving in the wrong direction for <laughs> Dawson Knox. Uh, absolutely cratered yep. when his team and he got the big contract too. So good for him. Like he's still going to make some money. Um, but I think Dalton Kincaid's going to eat up most of the red zone targets, most of the tight end targets, even if he's playing in a slot wide receiver um, situation. Dawson Knox is going to do more blocking than uh, we had previously anticipated. He fell from tight end 13 to tight end 46. Wow. Are there even 45 tight ends in the NFL? There are more than 45 tight ends in the NFL. <laughs> that's uh, that's quite a drop. I, I think at least for a 2023 perspective, I'm probably just going to avoid Yes. Both of those guys, I think you're looking at a situation where at best they're fighting to be the number three option in that offense. And, you know, maybe Kincaid has some upside. Maybe he develops into that slot receiver that that some people are hoping for. But I think 
generally speaking, this is a situation I probably want to avoid as the, the Buffalo Bills tight ends, at least for 2023. Kincaid obviously has upside for for more than that beyond. But that's where we are right now. And that's going to do it for this episode of FFT and five. As we said earlier, make sure you check out the dynasty specific episodes of fantasy football today for more from Heath. Make sure you go to cbsportscom slash fantasy. Check out the dynasty central uh, landing page with all of Heath's content. We'll see you next time.